How's it going, folks? How's everyone doing out there? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I got a new studio. Well, actually, it's not a new studio. It's not. It's not like a new studio. It's a different room in the house. <laughs> I decided to back myself up into a corner, Nino's corner, and uh, put some backdrops up and got to improve a little bit, folks. Got to be uh, more pleasing to the eye, I guess you could say. That's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do. Trying to do this. Um, but I forgot my glasses, <laughs> but I read well with socks. Come here. Socks. Stop it. My dogs, they're annoying. She, did you see her the other day? She, uh, when I was talking to, uh, Wano Sabin about the, uh, allegations that are, uh, being thrown at him. She knocked out the lighting <laughs> and I had to get up and uh, turn back the lights, turn on the lights. The lights go back on. Anyway, folks, um, how'd you guys like the, uh, interview with, uh, uh, Peter Navarro, that's up on YouTube right now. I tried to keep it as clean as possible just so I could put it on YouTube. Just so I could put it on YouTube. So it's on YouTube. I want to dive deeper into the swamp, go into the underbelly, the deep, dark underbelly of the swamp. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I think it was a good interview. Um, I could have covered more stuff, but I wanted it to go on YouTube. And I wanted him to get exposure for his book. Um and I think we did that. I think we did that. Um, and by the way, are they cutting out the live feed at the White House? Because I saw that on my comments and I heard that yesterday. Uh, guys, fact check that. Nino's investigators, check that out. See what's going on here. She sits right behind me. She likes to lay right behind me, my dog. Uh, folks, Venmo, D-Rod 1977, D-R-O-D-1977. If you appreciate me, I absolutely appreciate you. And I answer a lot of the questions on Venmo. I also got my super chat well up and working. But I'm a gr- you're a grifter if you do Venmo. But you're not a grifter if you do it through YouTube. And they take half your shit. Um, when the lights go out, folks. When the lights go out on Amazon. And uh, my mama's book, The Mexican Mix, eh? on Amazon. Even uh, you know, just leave us an honest review. Leave us an honest review. I got to tell you, I got to get used to this studio or this this different thing going on in the background because it's kind of throwing me off, just saying. Um keto with Nino, folks. Keto with Nino. All right, folks, there's a secret diet that many celebrities, CEOs, athletes and 12.9 million other Americans use. It's the keto diet, and it's considered. And it's, con- <laughs> it's considered. It's considered an efficient way to reach weight loss goals, increase energy levels, and enhance mental focus. I'm on the keto diet myself, but progress can be slow because it takes time for the body to stop using energy from carbs. That's why I've switched to this amazing keto powder. It helps increase ketone levels in the body without the strict rules associated with the traditional keto diet. So results like a boost in metabolism came sooner for me. Increase the level of ketones in your body today with it. Keto with Nino. Uh, folks, it's notorious for selling out due to high demand. If you order now, you'll get 51% off. 51% off. Hit the link below, folks. Hit the link below. It works. I'm trimming up, as you can see. I'm trimming up. Mm, yeah. I'm trimming up because I'm on the keto. I go on. I do cycles. And so I'm on the, the ketone diet right now, and uh, it works for me. It really does. Spotify, Nino's Corner. Spotify is Nino's Corner. 
Uh, Telegram is Nino's Corner. I fluctuate a lot on Telegram. Getter is Nino's Corner. Rumble is Nino's Corner. My Rumble channel starting, finally starting to get some traction. Uh, I put the occasional interview on there, but honestly, where it's at is Nino's Corner.tv. If you're not at Nino's Corner.tv, then what are you doing with your life, son? <laughs> um, Twitter is Nino Boxer and Patriot Wear right there. Bing, PatriotWear.com. You get all the cool shit. You get all the cool shit. PatriotWear.com. Nino's Corner.tv. I have Dustin Nemos. Now, he's very controversial. Um, but, you know, you, you got to give him credit because he is a truth seeker. And you may not agree with a lot of the stuff he's saying. He dives really, really deep. Um, and um, it could be kind of jarring for most folks, especially if you're a Trump supporter. Uh, he's, you know, these people, I got to say, folks, you know, you got to walk the line of being red-pilled versus black-pilled, you know. And um, I try to reel things in, but some people go really deep and um, so deep that they it's almost like everyone just loses hope in the whole movement. I'm not saying that Justin Nemos, but um, I've got a lot of complaints from people about him. Uh, but I think he's absolutely a wealth of knowledge and he deserves to be on Nino's Corner.tv. So if you don't want to tune in, don't tune into him. That's all I can say. If you do, good. I always say keep an open mind. That's what I say. Keep an open mind and listen to everybody. Ali Saitan is coming on. Lauren Eisenhower. Jesse Serboder is coming on with the affidavits. The affidavits she's releasing. I mean, point blank in your face. I mean, folks, it doesn't get any more raw than what Jesse Saboter is doing right now. So I'm bringing her on Nino's Corner.tv to talk about it. She's a witness, a witness to seeing some of those heinous, most vile acts against humanity. Humanity. So let's hear what she has to say. I also got Cash Patel coming back on Nino's Corner.tv. Or actually, I'm going to try to put him on YouTube. Uh, I got Bo Pony, AJ Rice, and Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort is coming on Nino's Corner.tv. This is going to be good, folks. It's going to be good. And uh, without further ado, baby. Oh, yeah. Coming at you live from the apocalypse, folks, at my new studio. What do you think? Do you like it? Do you like it? It doesn't look too bad. I have to get you. I got to get used to it. I got to get used to my new studio. So what I want to talk about today are the psychopaths infiltrate, and, I, and they're psychopaths, because this is what they do. They project the scandals, they um, intercept and hijack movements. This is what they do. They control mainstream media already. They already control, control this mainstream media. But they can't control alternative media, folks. They have not figured out a way to do that yet. The only way they know how to do that the only way, the only way they can throw ice on the fire because alternative media is kicking mainstream media's ass. We are destroying them. More people are streaming than ever before. It beat cable. It finally beat cable last month, and I'll get into that. But folks, the only thing they can do now by the psychopaths, since they can't control the narratives, there's so much going on in alternative media is infiltrate it. Infiltrate it and confuse you. So you got to like think deep in your mind, in your heart. Who do you trust? Who do you want to listen to? Their main objective is to control the newbies. The newbies that are just coming on board and want to research and do all the stuff they want to do and figure things out for themselves. 
dive into the conspiracies. Well, that's when they send out their, their I guess their agents. I don't know what these people are, but they come out and they start bad-mouthing this person, bad-mouthing that person, creating confusion, muddying up the water. That's what they're doing. So the left hijacks every movement and scandal. So scandals that are going against them, they take it, they turn into chameleons, they intercept it, and then they push out their own scandals against, like Trump. Uh, and then make it their own. So like, let's just, let's just take an example, like the Great Awakening. What they, when the Great Awakening was to, thank you, Liz Straub, when the Great Awakening, I appreciate anyone who donates, seriously. I really do. It means a lot to me. It helps me keep going. Uh, the Great Awakening was hijacked into what? The woke movement, right? They saw, oh shit, people are waking up. How do we, how do we control this narrative? What do we do? What do we do? Oh, I know what we do. We call it the woke movement. And we push it out. We merchandise the fuck out of it and push it out over NFL, NBA. Just get it out there. BLM, LGBTQ. We just take it. We take the great awakening and make it our own. That's what they did. That's how they control consciousness, human consciousness, the media. But they can't control alternative media. They're trying to think, they're desperately panicking at the fact that they can't control alternative media. So what do they do? They censor, they deplatform, they knock us off. But just like water, <laughs> just like water, we keep coming through different creeks, different avenues and different areas and under rocks and through over the rocks and things like that. And then we just we just show up. We're just here. We're always here. We don't go away. We don't go away. So you know, so what what are they doing right now? Turning the tables on Trump. Turning the tables on Trump. Every scandal that's hitting them right now, they're like, fuck. Mm. What do we do? Raid. Raid Trump. That's what we do. <laughs> and turn it all on him. Steal the media cycle. Fuck it. Fuck the Clintons. Ah, the Clintons. Yeah. Hunter Biden. Oh, fuck that. Whatever. What, you don't know. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's not that. He's a crackhead. He has a problem. Big deal. Everybody's got a drug uh, everybody's got somebody in their family that has a drug problem. No big deal. Let's talk about Trump. The guy that's trying to save America and change human consciousness. So make him out to be the villain and then weaponize the three-letter agencies. That's what they're doing. And infiltrate the patriot movement. Now, folks, obviously I got to be really careful with what I say on here. Because it is fluff tube. But if you want the real stuff, go to ninoscorner.tv. Uh, ninoscorner.tv, that's the underbelly of the dark, deep shit. Thank you, Ali Marie Smith and Nikki G. Nikki G. Chicken, chicken, Nikki G. So the next step is they're, exa- they're actively working on infiltrating alternative media because they have to. We are kicking their ass, Okay. Human consciousness is changing mainly because of alternative media. So they can't control alternative media yet. That's a big word. Yet. But they're trying. They're trying. So they own the mainstream. They own all the narratives in the mainstream. But they're trying to figure out how to get into alternative media. And I'll tell you, folks, the way they... they, they try to do it at first with censored the platform. They don't like what you say, kick you off. We don't want you. 
It's not working. It's just not working. And for those of you who never thought what Trump was doing, you know, Trump failed. He didn't complete the mission. I beg to differ with you. Let's look at what he's done. Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk tweets this. After 55 years, January January 20th of 2023, after 55 years, will mark the first time since 1967 that no member of the Cheney, Clinton, McCain, or Bush family will hold an elected or appointed office in the federal government of the United States. First time in 55 years, folks. 55 years. Sebastian Gorka, 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 Gorka tweets. Sebastian Gorka tweets this. Donald Trump wasn't even a politician just five years ago. His candidates have crushed the establishment 183 times this year. Although this year, 183 times this year. And he's destroyed the Clintons, the McCains, the Bushes, and the Cheney dynasties in less than five years. It's his party. In other words, he could be off to the sidelines, folks. The people have now taken responsibility for what's happening in this country and taken action. And what's happening, they're taking it back. Uh, It's kind of like what Juan talks about, corn cubed farming. The, the whole thing with the corn cubed, whatever. Uh, it's it's that. It's now the people. Remember when Trump left office, he said, you are going to be a giant voice. What's happening? We're taking it back. We're giving America back to the people. That's what's happening. And I think with alternative media, nobody watches mainstream anymore. I, I, I don't even know how the fuck. Sorry, I used an F-bomb. I don't even know how there is even people watching local news. Like, how is that surviving? Your local news channel. How is that even how is that even a thing? You can get your weather on the phone. You can see traffic on your phone. There's no need for these people anymore. They're just the devil's minions. Mainstream media, local news, the whole thing. They're just they're just mouthpieces. They're fucking useless. They're useless. Their job is useless. They're not journalists. They're useless. So turning the tables, folks. Remember I said they intercept scandals. They make it their own. They project. What are they going after Trump for? Taxes. They haven't even released. (laughs) Why they raided his house. But hold on. Hold on. Let's talk about Alan Weisenberg for a second. Longtime Trump executive pleads guilty to tax fraud. They got to get you on something, folks. They got to project and gaslight and and turn the tables. They got to do that. So they'll make a big stink out of this. Weisel, why I, I hope I said his name right. Weiselberg and the Trump Organization. Okay, Alan Weiselberg, a longtime Trump financial officer and former president of Trump's company, pleaded guilty on Thursday to committing more than a dozen felonies. A dozen. And they put felonies. I get this stuff from liberal syndicates, including criminal tax fraud and grand larceny. 
And what they're doing with this tax process and making a big deal out of it is to scare you. Because what did they just do? They hired 87,000 new IRS agents. So they're letting you know there's no bigger crime than tax evasion or tax fraud because we're coming after you. Who are they coming after? The middle class, you. Weiselberg and the Trump Organization were indicted last year by authorities in New York who who charged them with concealing certain financial compensation as part of what they call the years-long scheme to avoid paying taxes. The case is part of the chumming legal millstorm still surrounding Trump and his close allies with local, state, and federal authorities scrutinizing everything from the, from the namesake business to his handling of classified government documents since leaving office. office. <laughs> so appearing in a Manhattan court... Wow, my doorbell just rang. Appearing in a Manhattan courtroom, Weiselberg 75, 75 acknowledged his part in the scenario outlined by prosecutors and agreed to testify if called at a pending trial for the company. As part of his plea agreement, Weiselberg Trump's close and trusted associate for decades would spend five months in jail, followed by five years on probation. Five months in jail, followed by five years on probation. They're coming in hard, folks. They're coming in hard. Judge orders government to produce redacted version of Trump's FBI search warrant affidavit. Now, they're going back and forth with this because I get one article that says this and then another one saying judge refuses to release an entire affidavit from Mar-a-Lago raid. So they're going back and forth with this right now. I'm paying attention to it closely. Judge orders uh, government to produce redacted version of the Trump FBI search warrant. So West Palm Beach, Florida, the U.S. judge on August 18th ordered government officials to give him a redacted version of the key document that led to the approval of the search warrant FBI agents executed on former President Donald Trump's home in Florida. U.S. Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhart will review the proposed redactions and decide if they are appropriate. They're going to kick this can down the road as far as they can. But ultimately, folks, watching this scandal, watching it in the open, all of us, knowing that they can just go after anybody they want, anybody, you got to look at the the bright side of this. The good thing about this is that we're all watching. The spotlight is on them. What they used to do in the dark, they can no longer do. It's now out in the open for all of us to see the whole entire world. So I'm going to pay close attention on that and see where this goes. See where this goes. And I'm sure all of you are paying attention as well. Good news breaking, good news breaking, CNN, Brian Stelter has been fired from CNN because why? (laughs) Why? He's got no ratings. He sucks. Nobody's watching that shit anymore. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis announces the arrest of 20 individuals for voter you-know-what. Across the Sunshine State. So, 20 individuals arrested for you know what. I can't say it on fluff tube. (laughs) 
So Trump supporters are now threatening judge spur democracy concerns. Okay, so hundreds of federal judges face the same task every day. Review an affidavit submitted by federal agents and approve requests for search, for search warrants. But the U.S. Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt, the follow-up from his decision to approve a search warrant has been far from routine. He has faced a storm of death threats since the signature earlier this month cleared by cleared the way for the FBI to search former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate as part of the probe into whether he inappropriately, inappropriately removed sensitive materials from the White House. Reinhardt's home address was posted on right-wing sites, on right-wing sites, his home address, along with anti-Semitic slurs. The South Florida Synagogue, he attends, canceled its Friday night scheduled services in the wake of an uproar. So these, these judges, especially this one here, are scared for their life. What about Kavanaugh? Didn't that happen to Kavanaugh from the left? But no, now, see see how they take it and turn it into theirs? That's the whole subject of today's show. They steal scandals, movements, everything, and make it theirs. And then they become the victim. They become the victim. You see more than five, ten people get on the street to protest. It's a white supremacy rally. That's what that is. But yet they can go loot and burn. <laughs> Wearing their fucking face diapers, looting, burning, and robbing businesses. Okay, that's allowed. That's allowed! These people are psychopaths. They are fucking, they don't think like me or you. I've been around them my entire boxing career. They're fucking sick in the head. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. They care about them. Service to self and getting away with evil. These people need to be fucking eliminated, man. I swear. They are what is holding down humanity. They're fucking parasites. Well, Dave, you're acting a little bit like Alex Jones. You need to calm down. Calm down. Did you take your blood pressure pill today, David? Did you? You're acting a little bit too much like Alex Jones 2.0. Take a deep breath. All right. And uh, and this is funny, folks. This is good. This is good because my friend sent me a link. And I clicked on the link. And it says Daily Mail. Bill Clinton was Jeffrey Epstein's closest celebrity mate. And a frequent guest at his New Mexico ranch with wife Hillary Staying at the Pederas' cowboy-themed village, say estate workers, Daily Mail, and this, okay, say estate workers. So the estate workers are coming out. Folks, the minute I hit the button for this, like to read the article, I got it. I was like, perfect. Boom, copy and paste, going to take this, going to take that. I go back, it was off, completely off. See if you can find this article and share it. Uh, It's on the Daily Mail Bill Clinton was Jeffrey Epstein's closest celebrity mate um, and frequent guest at his New Mexico ranch with who else? Hillary. So the minute they saw this get out there, they're like, that, get that out. Take it off. I cannot find it again. Can you guys find it? Can you stop insulting parasites? <laughs> All right.
right? I know. But if you guys can find it, um, I clicked on it once. It was there. I clicked on it again. Gone. 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 Like, removed. Completely gone. See how they have to... It's it's like the dam's breaking, folks, and they're, like, putting their fingers like Dutch Boy in every, like, hole that's breaking. Oh, uh, now I'm using my toes. I got to use my toes. Oh, shit. It's still breaking. I got to use my hand. It's done. They're done. They're done. Thank Bobby Hanks. Thank you, Bobby Hanks. You are amazing. You are amazing, too. Do you guys like the new studio? It's not a new studio. It's just a different room. But um, I figured it would be better here. Um, so, anyway, let's... Guys, I have the Juan O'Saven video up on Rumble. It's up on Rumble. Setting the record straight. Okay? I asked him. Obviously, someone came out talking about him. Some lady. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. But uh, it's Kim something, but it's irrelevant because I heard about 15 minutes of it and I was like, oh, fuck. These people have great imaginations is all I got to say. Now, I asked Juan the questions that you wanted me to ask him, point blank, and he answered them. So go watch it on Rumble. It's on Nino's Corner on Rumble. I put it up there for everyone to see just to nip this in the butt because it's so fucking stupid. And folks, I don't have a handler. A lot of you say, one dear handler. I had handlers before. They were called boxing managers and promoters. Okay, those were handlers. Those were flesh peddlers. And they did a number on me. They did a number on me. And I learned, folks, I had to learn the hard way. There's no tougher sport than boxing. Not even UFC. Nothing is tougher than heavyweight boxing, folks. The repetitive punches to the head by people that know how to throw punches. <laughs> Beasts, thoroughbreds. There's nothing like it. And I was in there with the best of them. And I got to tell you, folks, those guys were handlers. Those guys, the promoters, the managers, those are what you call handlers. I don't have a handler. I answer to God and nobody else. To God and nobody else. That's it. Jesus Christ, my Savior, and I answer to God. That's it. That's it. So let's put that shit to rest right now. Because it's stupid. And I talked to Juan about it. It's on my roadmap. I talked to him in depth. I mean, he still went off into a few Bible stories. Then I, whatever. But I brought him back. Boom. And I delivered the questions. You got to stick. It's about an hour long interview. But it's good. It's on Rumble. Uh, Yellen tells IRS, folks, Yellen tells IRS to develop modernization plan in six months. They're in a hurry to push all this through, get it going. Uh, I've seen video, I've seen video of IRS agents marching together. Like, this is fucking sick. Like, they're developing, like, a, a force, a police force, IRS force. Like, it's, like, they're weaponizing the fucking IRS, basically. That's what we've become now. That's where America is at right now. Wake up! And they're going after you, the middle class! Now that President Joe Biden signed Democrats' expansive climate tax and health care bill into law, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has directed the IRS to develop a plan 
within six months outlining how the tax agency will overhaul its technology, customer service, and hiring processes because they got to hurry it up. In part, the improvements are meant to end the two-tiered tax system where most Americans pay what they owe, but those at the top of the distribution often do not. Yellen said on Tuesday memo to IRS Commissioner Chuck Radig, whose term ends in three months. Yellen's memo obtained by the Associated Press outlines the importance of modernization IRS computer systems and ensuring the agency has an adequately staffed, wow, workforce now that the tax tax collectors is set to receive nearly $80 billion over the next 10 years of your tax money. You're paying for them to come after you. You're paying for it. The funding is needed for more than technology. At least 50,000 IRS employees are expected to retire over the next three years. Yeah, right. So you need 87,000 more? They're coming after America, folks. That's what's going on here. They're weaponizing everything. I will put it on Nino's Corner.tv. But I thought... The reason I put it on Rumble, Juan's interview on Rumble, is because we kind of had a... I felt like it should have been out there. I feel like it should be out there because we got some quack going off the rails. (laughs) Some nutty bird. Elon Musk tells Wyoming Republican Dinner that they must be more compassionate. They must be more compassionate to immigrants. They got to be more compassionate to immigrants. And stay out of people's bedrooms if they want to appeal to to as many voters as possible. Man, I tell you what, man. This guy, I, I can't gauge him. I can't gauge him. Like, he does things I really like, and then he comes back with some shit like this. And I'm like, dude, who? what team are you playing for? What team are you playing for? Because I can't figure you out. And when I can't figure you out, I automatically put you in the that category of, I don't know, evil, you're bad. If I can't figure you out, then you're not transparent enough for me and you're in that category. That's how I look at it. So more and more that I hear this guy, he does a good thing here, a good thing there, a good thing there, and then something really fucked up. And I'm like, you know what? Eh. I don't trust you. I don't trust you. So Musk, 51, was in Jackson, Wyoming, on Tuesday night addressing a donor dinner hosted by longtime Republican contributor, John Nam of John Now, yeah, John Nam, John Now. Musk was invited by House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. SpaceX conducts operations in Bakersfield, California, which is within McCarthy's district. Musk, who was born in South Africa, reportedly told the elite gathering that Republicans need to be more supportive of immigrants. See how they do this. He also, he also warned them to avoid getting bogged down in questions of personal choice, saying they must stay out of people's bedrooms. I don't know. What do you mean by that, Musk? What do you mean by that? Stay out of people's bedrooms. Like Hunter Biden? Stay out of it. Oh, what he does is that's ah, personal. You got to stay away from that. Like pederasses trying to put some ice on the fire. Ah, you don't want to talk about that, folks. You know what? Ah, if you want to get the voters, you got to be nice. You got to be nice to the immigrants that are flooding the border. You got to be good to them. 
and stay out of people's bedrooms. You know, no matter what they're doing in there, it's the town square. And I have to funnel everybody to where I can really talk about shit, which is Nino's Corner.tv and Rumble. Steve Bannon, Steve Bannon news. We got some Steve Bannon news. Ridiculed after suggesting John Fetterman is satanic. I'm not too familiar with John Fetterman. Steve Bannon, former advisor of ex-president Donald Trump, is facing backlash and ridicule for suggesting that Democratic Pennsylvanian Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman is satanic. Bannon implied that Fetterman, who's running for U.S. Senate against Trump-backed celebrity donor Mehmet Oz. I don't trust him either. I don't trust I don't trust Oz. <laughs> is a follower of Satan, is what he's saying, in a getter post on Wednesday. The remark was made while Bannon shared an article from the right wing, the right wing, the right wing. Website, the Washington Free Bacon, the right-wing website, the Washington Free Beacon. Didn't that Bible talk about in the last days? In the last days, what's wrong will be considered right. What's right will be considered wrong. It's going to be a complete, it's going to be like the Twilight Zone. Cats will be fucking dogs. Dogs will be fucking cats. It'll be raining frogs. <laughs> uh, that's what's happening. That's what I mean, really. I mean, am I wrong? Am I wrong? I mean, that's what I see going on here. (sighs) Inflation sends car ownership costs soaring to over 10,000 a year. And they're doing this on purpose, folks. They want you going electric. They want you going into the Green New Deal. So owning and operating a new car has become increasingly more expensive over the last year, driven predominantly by inflation and rising fuel passes, which uh, which never mind him shutting the Keystone Pipeline. Never mind that guy. Never mind what Biden did to bring this about, to bring in this disaster. Never mind that. It's your fucking fault. Rising fuel prices, according to America's Automobile Association's AAA annual, your driving cost report. So the the overall average cost to own and operate a new car in 2022 is $10. Oh, sorry. Ah, sorry, way off there. 10728 or on an annual basis or 894 per month, marking a considerable increase from 2021 when owning a, a new car costs 9666 annually. Or $805.50 per month, according to AAA. So (laughs) car costs are going up, especially diesel. I have a diesel truck. I don't know. It's, 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 (laughs) Venmo goes to gas money, folks. (laughs) D hyphen rod 1977. I got to tell you, um, I probably have to get rid of this truck pretty soon because. Uh, the gas is just ridiculous. I, But that's what they're doing. That's how they're guiding the sheep, the herd, humanity, into the Green New Deal. A liberal utopia. U.S. to provide monkeypox 
at Pride events, at gay Pride events. So now, monkeypox will be made available at gay Pride and other events as part of the new pilot program to stem, to stem the fast spread of the virus, U.S. Health Authority said Thursday. So, like if in the gay community, like if HIV wasn't enough to worry about, now you got to work about getting the monkeypox. <laughs> and everybody will know your sexual orientation if you're walking around with bumps all over your face and hands. My dad used to tell me back in the day when I was a kid, he's like, don't stop masturbating, son. You'll grow hair on your palms. What was the other thing? I remember when I was breaking out when I was like 15, 16 years old, I started having zits everywhere. My dad was like, stop masturbating. (laughs) You'll clear up your acne. Acne is a sign of guilt. (laughs) All right, folks. Here comes the imitation meat grown in Petri dishes. And the soy boys, the soy boys are coming, folks. The soy boys are coming for all of us. Dried up Texas cattle, so they're gonna they're gonna blame you know it's just too hot outside, folks. I gotta watch out for that word because I got notifications that they're looking for that word as well. So it's just too hot outside, folks. It's just too hot. So Texas cattle industry faces an existential crisis from historic drought. The American West is experiencing its driest period in human history, a mega drought that threatens health, agriculture, and entire ways of life. So they need problem, reaction, solution. Problem, reaction, solution. Create the problem. It's too hot outside. Kill the cattle. I've heard droves of cattle are being found dead everywhere. Murdered. I don't know what they're using. I don't know how they're doing this. But I know they're going to say it's too hot. It's just too hot. It's too hot outside. It's just too hot. Austin, Texas, a mega drought in the western U.S., the region worst in one... The region's worst, listen to this, the region's worst in 1,200 years. How do you even fucking know that? Let's be honest. How do you really know that? The hottest in 1,000, were you here 1,200 years ago to, to tell us that it was hotter now than then? Were you there? The region's worst in 1,200 years is threatening America's cattle heartland, withering pastures, wrecking feed harvests, and endangering the herd. So, there's the reason you're not going to have beef anymore. It's just too hot. So, you're going to eat beef that we grow in a petri dish. Or you're going to eat a lot of soy. <laughs> the soy. Soy is going to make you feel good about yourself. You're going to be a vegan. I tell you what, there's restaurants now that I go to, folks, and I can tell when they give me a soy chicken patty. I can see it. Cut it open, look at it. It's like, it doesn't even have the texture of meat. It tastes good. It almost tastes too good. And then you eat it, you're like, hmm. Nah, this isn't, this isn't real chicken. I'm telling you, they're already doing it. They're already replacing. Go, go to your restaurants and check and see if it's real. Do not fucking eat it if it's not real. Unless you want some soy in your diet. Kill all your testosterone. Today, I had some soy in my coffee. <laughs> it's fucking evil, folks. It's completely evil. What's, what's, what's happening right now is completely evil. 
Am I, do I, folks, am I, do you guys like the background? Do you like it? Ugh. It's kind of taking me a while to get used to it, to be honest. Thoy, thoy in my coffee. Mm, I can feel my tits growing. <laughs> the Atlantic publishes article on the rosary as a symbol of violent far-right extremism. Violent the rosary, folks. An article published Sunday in the Atlantic magazine suggests the rosary has become a symbol of violent right-wing extremism in the United States. The, the, set up, the article set off a frenzy of reactions among Catholics ranging from amusement to grave concern over, this, over what some see as anti-Catholic sentiment. The magazine later changed the article's headline from the how the rosary became an extremist symbol to how extremist gun culture is trying to co-opt the rosary. Remember what I said earlier? Hijacking movements, even Catholicism now. So the rosary, and you pray the rosary, you're a white supremacist. Yeah. You're a far-right extremist. Man, they're going all in. And you know what the biggest prize is, folks? The biggest prize is your children. Your children. The schooling systems, indoctrination camps, let's just call them what they are. You know, I don't claim to say... I know the shape of the earth or whatever. I just know it's not what they told us. I know everything they taught me in school was fucking wrong. So when people tell me like, oh, I'm getting a college degree. I'm, I'm going to get a PhD. I'm like, ah, you're just a fucking drone. They teach you what to think, not how to think. I'm doing my best with my show, with Corner.tv to bring on guests that spawn thinking. Spawn thinking. Have an open mind. Everything you taught was wrong. It was wrong. And the more people I interview, I realize everything I learned was wrong. I don't claim to know what it, what everything is, or I don't claim to know anything. I just ask questions. I'm curious. I'm inquisitive. I'd like to learn. I just know what they taught me in school was fucking wrong. And, and honestly, if you don't get anything else out of Dino's Corner.tv, just get that. Just get that. A place to open your mind and think and, and ask questions and say, you know what? You may agree with some of my guests or you may not. Okay? I bring everyone out there for you, for you to vet, for you to vet, not for me. I'm working for you. I'm your voice. I don't claim to know anything. I don't have a crystal ball. I've been wrong, and sadly so, on some of my predictions. But I have good instincts. I got in good intuition. And I think I, I, I believe I interview the right people. And I'm trying to search for truth, folks, like everybody else. I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. Because I don't want to be left out in the dark. And, and for what I feel is coming, we all have to have our wits about us. And we have to have keen senses, spidey senses, all of us. Because we all feel it. We all know it. We know what's coming. They're going all in. They're going all in for humanity, and we either fall into this slavery and bondage, or we break free and we're liberated. And that's how I see it. That's just how I see it. 
Folks, don't forget, I'm going to be at the Reckoning, the Reckoning in Mesquite, Texas. I'm really reluctant to go. I don't, you know, but I'm going to go make an appearance, do at least do some handshaking, shake some hands. Uh, I don't know if I want to speak. They're probably going to make me speak. So I'll just go off the cuff. <laughs> Maybe I'll play some music before I enter into the podium, before I walk up to the podium, some boxing music, like I'm going to fight. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I'm totally undecided. Maybe I'll just keep drinking my soy. Hi, David. You're so crusty, David. All right. Streaming tops cable TV viewing for the first time. So streaming has beat cable. I thought they already did this years ago, but I, I'm guessing this just happened. Americans spent more of their July TV viewing time streaming content on services such as Netflix, YouTube, and HBO Max than they did watching cable television, according to Nielsen Data. Marking the first month, marking the first month that streaming has overtaken cable. Man, I thought this happened a long time ago. My parents, you know, they, they still watch cable, but they're fucking, they're in their 80s. So, I, cable's done. Cable's done. <laughs> cable's over. Oh, boy. And the days of gasoline could be over as well. So, gas-powered muscle cars, gas-powered muscle cars drive into the sunset and turn electric. So, now, guess what? Pontiac. Michigan, thundering gas-powered muscle cars for decades, a fixture of American culture, will be closing in on their final Saturday night cruises in the coming years as automakers begin replacing them with super-fast cars that run on batteries. Oh, boy. A Stellantis Dodge brand, long-performance flag bearer of the company, formerly known as Fiat Chrysler is officially moving forward. Wow. Moving toward electricity. On Wednesday night, Dodge unveiled a battery-powered Charger Daytona SRT concept car, which is close to one that will be produced in 2024 as the sun sets on some petroleum models. So they're moving forward. They're moving forward with electric cars. Now, folks, like I said, what they want out of this is to control you. So smart cars. Know everywhere you're going, where you're, you know, if you don't have your phone on you, they'll find you with your car. And we'll be able to go into rural areas. It's like they'll be able to turn off your fucking car, basically. And it'll be self-driving. But it's good for the environment. It's good for the environment. Saudi, a Saudi doctoral student gets 34 years in prison. 34 years in prison for what? Tweets. Tweets, folks. And if that's happening here, you better fucking damn well know for sure it's coming here. It's coming here. So in Dubai, I have friends that moved to Dubai. They're like, dude, you should move to Dubai. You don't have to pay taxes. Yeah, but you can go to jail for tweets. Like someone like me? 
Someone like me? Fuck. I'm not moving to Dubai. Um, a Saudi court has sentenced a doctoral student to 34 years. My doorbell again. My doorbell again. 34 years in prison for spreading rumors. For simply spreading rumors. That retweeting dissidents, according to court documents, obtained Thursday a decision that has drawn growing global condemnation. Activists and lawyers consider the sentence against Salma 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 A mother of two and a researcher at Leeds University in Britain shocking even by Saudi standards of justice. So far acknowledged by the kingdom, the ruling comes amid Crown Prince Mohammed Crackdown on dissident, even as rule granted women the right to drive and other. <laughs> the rule summons crackdown on dissident, even as his rule granted women the right to drive and other new freedoms in the ultra conservative Islamic nation. <laughs> They're barely giving you the right to drive. And they're throwing this bitch in jail for 34 years for her tweets. How you like it? How do you like that? That's what's coming here. That's what's coming here. <laughs> in what the fuck news, in what the fuck news, how many of you think I'm extremely strange, weird guy? I am. I don't care anymore because the way I see it, there's not much time left, folks. I'm getting all the weirdness out. Oh, boy. Nino, you're going crazy. Nino, you're so crazy. Nino, why do you always have to talk bad about Beto Arar? Pues Betos are, pues, it's like they look at it like it's a Dallas Cowboys. Pues Betos. And they always add an S. Betos. We're voting Betos, okay? So you can stop us. Pero my whole family from Mexico, okay? And Betos are man, Betos. I, David, I don't, you're crazy, David. You talk those crazy, you talk conspiracy stuff, and you're just crazy. That's what I hear in El Paso. I, but you're the crazy one. You're the crazy guy on the internet. But you used to be a boxer, okay? You used to be all, you think you're all bad. You think you're all bad. You think you're all that. Oh, gosh. All right. What the fuck news in what the fuck news. If that wasn't what the fuck, I don't know what is. All right. Parents demanded school check the gender of a girl who beat their kids in sports. <laughs> you know, I got to say, folks, it's kind of like. Okay, here's how I look at it. Feminists for so long, for so long, wanted to compete with men and everything. Now you're getting your wish. Men are dressing like women and coming to compete with you. Isn't this what you wanted? I tell you what, I was watching some of the NBA, uh, WNBA last night, and I was like, I'd like to do a check on all of these <laughs> women. Women. Uh, could we say that's the first transgender sport ever? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, couldn't men go play with it? I mean, I mean, yeah, good, good shot. High five. Smack each other's asses. Yes. Ugh. Anyway, 
Oh, the nationwide anti-trans panic overtaking schools. The nationwide anti-trans panic taking over schools is hammering. Or not hammering. <laughs> we could use that. That's a double meaning there. Is harming transgender kids. But not only transgender kids. Parents at one school in Utah filed a complaint and asked the school to investigate whether a girl who had beaten their daughters by a wide margin by a wide margin, <laughs> just kidding, uh, by a wide margin, <laughs> yeah, boy, yeah, in competition was transgender. A representative from the state's high school athletics association told state legislators Wednesday, according to the Deseret News and Salt Lake Tribune, Utah banned transgender girls from participating in school participating in school sports in March over the veto of the state's Republican governor. The complaint apparently happened last year before the law's passage when Utah high school sports required transgender athletes to be on at least on at least a year of hormone, hormone blockers prior to participating. So they got to calm down, you know, testosterone. <laughs> As part of the investigation, the Utah High School Athletics Association ordered the school to call the girls' middle school and elementary school for enrollment records to confirm she was cisgender. I don't even know what that is. The representative, David Spadafore, told legislators, the schools went back to kindergarten, and she's always been a female, Spadafore said. Neither the identity of the school nor the sports she participated in were disclosed in order to protect the girls' identity. Uh, the Dissident News reported, in fact, the girl and her parents were never even were never even informed about the investigation, Spadafore said. So this girl had no idea that parents were accusing her of being a boy. <laughs> That's pretty fucking embarrassing. That's pretty, you know. That's where we're at now. That's where America is at. The fact that I even have to even talk about this blows my mind. Blows my fucking mind. Do you guys like the new backdrop? <clears throat> I got Nino's Corner.tv right there. I got Patriot Wear right there. Uh, I got a little blue glow. I don't know. I think it looks cool. Uh, I got some good guests coming on. Ali Saratan coming on in 30 minutes. Laura Eisenhower, Jesse. Jesse Savoter, Cash Patel, Bo Pony, AJ Rice, Paul Manafort, all coming on NinosCorner.tv. That's the place to be, folks. I appreciate all of you, and uh, I'm out of here. And the new heavyweight champion of podcasting. Ah! I appreciate all of you. I really do. I appreciate all of you. You guys have been amazing for me. So thank you. God bless.